The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. That even as you are promised, they will not leave us the way they met us. But all you have promised in your word that we will have the open rewards of seeking you in the secret. Thank you, Father, because they'll be evident in our lives in the name of Jesus. Oh, we give you the praise. Blessed, blessed be your name. So we consecrate the rest of today, the whole of tomorrow, the whole of Friday into your hands. Even as we have consecrated ourselves, that we'll be kept in your love. We'll be kept where we ought to be to experience your mercy and the fullness of eternal life. To you and you alone be all the praise. In Jesus' name. And the church shouted a louder, Amen. Alright, glory be to God. Please take your seats. Welcome your neighbor. to God. How has your fasting been so far? Um, this is day one of this month ends fast. I want to encourage you to keep on keeping on. If you are fasting already, God's promise is that strength will be renewed. If you are not yet fasting and you have no particular medical reason or serious reason not to fast, please Join us. Hallelujah. There are many things the scriptures reveal to us that make fasting work. Um, like any other spiritual truth or principle that we have, um, it's not enough to have these things. Um, there's a revelation God gave me several years ago that has helped me tremendously to learn to see spiritual realities, spiritual things, um, like the natural gadgets we have in the physical. There's a series of teaching I have. I've not done it in a while. I call it engaging the supernatural. And that's what that message is all about. Where you, the same way you engage things in the natural, I'm engaging this microphone right now. It's not enough that we have a microphone or we have a public address system, if it is not turned on, powered right, and just think about that for a minute. There are many things that have to, to cooperate for the device. We have the device, so it's not that we don't have the device. The um, exact voltage of power must be flowing through it. As simple as turning on Hallelujah. Just that simple thing. I, how many times have you seen pastors come up and they want to talk? Many times that's what we do with spiritual things. So the guy is fasting quite all right, or coming to church quite all right, or praising God quite all right, but there's a button that is not turned on. So really and truly is not engaging the principle as it ought. And let me give you the litmus test 
if you are not seeing the promised results, we're going to end my brief exhortation before we pray tonight and taking a look again at the promised results. I want you to develop um, a mindset. This is what I taught you about examining yourself. Just go back to where am I missing it? The problem is not with God. Can I hear a loud amen to that? And the problem is not with the device or the spiritual principle that God has given us. You understand what I'm telling you tonight? Using spiritual principles or the things we do in church, like we use the equipment we do in the natural. If you pour water inside the tank of your car, the car will not work. And that's why a lot of the things we do in church, that's why we do a lot of teaching in church. For the most part, many of us are not yet seeing the fullness. And when I say that myself inclusive, we keep learning. And what to do is just to keep learning. So, very quickly, I want to mention seven things I found in scriptures that make fasting work. Of course, I won't have time to talk about them. I just, I'm just going to focus on, on, on one of them. And these are things I've shared with us in church before. Seven things from time to time I just share on them. We are embarking on another three-day month-end fast. What are the things that will make you get the best out of this fast? And what I will advise you to do is to find one or two things that the Holy Ghost will particularly lay on your heart that you should work on concerning the way you are fasting. Don't just go through the motions. You, you just don't turn on your device and it will work. No, there are certain things you must ensure that are in place. And to the degree you ensure those things are in place, that device will work for you like the manufacturer designed you to work. And to the degree you ignore those things, your device may not work. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. Number one on my list is hunger and thirst. I mean, that's so... <laughs> I think God can just be humorous. You need to be hungry. In the place of fasting, be hungry. Hunger there talks about a desperation, a strong desire for what you want to see. Sometimes fasting doesn't work for people because the very thing they claim they are fasting for, there's no desire there. You don't have a strong desire. And maybe that's what you need to focus on. Lord, help me with, let me have desire for this thing. Number two is prayer. We're going to do that again. We'll pray some. We'll continue to pray. Vital. You must pray. As simple as that revelation is, you'll be shocked that many people are violating it. You must pray. Glory be to God. And you know, we can spend the whole day tonight teaching about prayer. One teaching I have here in my notes that I think people should visit on from time to from time, time is the things Jesus taught about prayer. Should study what Jesus taught about prayer. Jesus was got amazing results with his prayer life. They saw him praying one day and they said, Lord, teach us to pray because they knew that was the secret. So the things he said in the Gospels that were written about prayer, we should pay attention to them. Number three, which is what I want to focus on tonight, is meditation. Meditation. Meditation will help you in the place of fasting. Number four is benevolence. Be generous. Give something to someone. Lift somebody's burden. These are things you see in scriptures that make your fasting produce. Number five is humility. The whole concept of fasting is about being humble. So you can't be someone that you are having pride issues. We talked a bit about pride on Sunday in expressing love. Knowledge puffs up, but loves, um, love covers 
multitude of sin and things like that. You can't be unfastened and there are pride issues that you need to address with. No. Number six is, um, I, I wrote it this way here, a fresh feeling of the Holy Spirit or a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Experiencing that while you're fasting. And the seventh thing I've found here that makes it work is secret encounters with God. What you do in secret, you will get open rewards. And we can, of course, again, like I always say, we stop at number seven because there's just not enough time. Let, let me talk to us briefly about meditation tonight. And I want to encourage you in the course of this fast, create time to meditate. Glory be to God. I say glory be to God. Amen. Create time to meditate. Some of us don't meditate. We don't even understand what it means to meditate. And that is the answer right there. The Bible is amazing. Let me quickly define what meditation is. And I'm just going to give you a basic, simple dictionary definition of the word. It means to engage in thought. And I will add the word deeply to, let me use this phrase, sit down and think about the thing you are talking about or the thing you are focusing on. Engage in thought or contemplation or reflection. Meditate. Over these three days and anytime you fast, please don't limit fasting to this month and fast. It is not enough. <laughs> it is not enough. Meditate. What does it mean to meditate? It means to engage. I love this. This is inside my dictionary. Oh, this is not Bible I'm reading. In spiritual introspection. Maybe the dictionary. Look at that matter and spiritual insight. And I'm talking about introspect now yourself. Spiritually, okay, this is what Buhari says about it. Oh, this is what Atiku says about it. This is what Donald Trump says about it. This is what the world says about it. What is the Holy Ghost saying about it? The Bible says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. What is God saying about it? Spiritual introspection. Because God's views many times are not man's views. Oh, this is what I feel about the matter. I have that covered. Okay, this is what I feel. You write it down. What is God saying? We just prayed about consecration. Jesus didn't want to go to that cross. But he practiced spiritual introspection. And he now prayed, not my will, but yours be done. Sometimes you don't arrive at those things without meditation. Hallelujah. And look at this other definition that I found in a dictionary that I like. To consider what is to be done. Or what is to be effected, what is intended to consider the purpose of a thing, just to, to consider what, what, are we, what are we going to do in March? What is our purpose in March? What is the intention in March? You, you meditate. And times of fasting and prayer like this, we should use them to meditate. It's not only when you're fasting you should meditate, but definitely when you're fasting, meditate. Psalm 1, the blessed man in Psalm 1. The Bible told us a secret. Apart from the company he keeps, verse 2 tells us he meditates, not he prays. 
See, when, when the Bible says things like this, you, you, you need to get the point the Bible is making. Not that it gives tithes and offerings. They left every other thing the Bible talks about and they singularly mentioned his secret is meditation. In other words, if he did every other thing and didn't meditate, he won't get that result he's getting that they're telling us there. He meditates in the law of the Lord. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law, in his law, he meditates day and night. His secret was meditation. Not every other thing. What drove that result was that he thinks deeply. He does spiritual introspection. What is God saying about this matter? How does God see it? Not how I feel. Many of us are living life how we feel. Particularly in these days of social media. He meditates. He meditates. Hallelujah. Joshua 1.8. As you meditate, I'm, I'm not going to bother reading Joshua 1.8. We are all familiar with Joshua 1 and Psalm 1 and verses 1 and 2. Then you make your way prosperous. No meditation, there will be no then. There will be no then. I mean, the Bible doesn't joke with words. This book of you shall meditate in it day and night. Then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. The key is not prayer. That's not what they are teaching us here. I'm not saying you should not pray. Oh. Hello. Many times these things work together. Back to my microphone illustration. Many things are working together for you to hear this sound. The power has to work. The battery in the microphone has to work. The turning on the button has to work. The setting on the mix has to work. Many things are, if one of them is missing, like meditation, every other thing may be right. The prayer may be fine. The coming to church may be fine. What is missing is he hasn't turned on the button. And the whole equipment is rendered useless until someone comes to teach him. You know, those technical guys will now run up the stage and they will turn on the pastor. This is it. You have not been meditating, sir. That's what I'm, I'm pointing out here. Meditation. Somebody say meditation. Please fall in love with the word. And beyond falling in love with the word, make it a part of your life. <laughs> make it a part of your life. Particularly if you are fasting and praying. Let me just share like three more four or four more scriptures with us. And I want you to see again the singularly mentioned place of meditation. All over scriptures, they didn't tell you to pray. They didn't tell you to give offering. They didn't tell you to serve God in church. They singularly mentioned, singularly, I'm emphasizing that, meditate. In other words, you can do every other thing. If you don't do this one, you may not get the results you are looking for. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. Philippians 4, verse 8. Finally, my brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, these are the things we talk about and we preach about and we prophesy about in church every day, every week, every year. It's a year of new things. You will elevate, you will prosper. I mean, these are, they are all good things, they are all pure things, they are all true things. Whatever things are of a good report, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, what you do, pray about them. That's not what he said. He didn't say pray about it. 
Confess it. No, that's not what he said. He didn't say confess it. He said meditate. That's the only thing he said. Meditate on these things. In other words, take time to think deeply about them. It's not enough that they come and prophesy a year of new things on you. You need to go and meditate on that. Spiritual introspect about it. Because if that meditation is not done, the, what God intended may not come to pass. That, that's what the scripture is telling us here. Meditate. They didn't say anything else. Meditate on it. We read about Isaac in Genesis 24 when they had sent Abraham's servant to go and bring Rebekah. And I, I mean, there are some scriptures like this. I don't understand why they put it there. In the whole context of the story, it looks absolutely irrelevant. But they put it there. And God just doesn't put things like that there for putting it like that there. He's trying to make a point. Genesis 24, verse 63. And Isaac went out to meditate, not to pray, not to do praise and worship, not to give, a, um, not to make a sacrifice. And of all the patriarchs, it's only Isaac that they told us that did this. Now, that doesn't mean it's only Isaac that did it. I'm sure that's how all of them were living. Isaac must have learned it from Abraham. But it's interesting that in that story, what they told us Isaac was doing was that he was meditating. This is Genesis. This is Genesis. And Isaac went to the field to meditate in the evening. And he lifted up his eyes and the camels were coming, the camels that were bringing his wife. Listen, this season in the name of Jesus, the camels that will bring your testimony, you will see them coming in the name of Jesus. And I have a funny feeling from that text, how you meditate has something to do with it. That Isaac went to the field to meditate has no relevance in that story. Abraham had sent the servants. The servant had gone. God had done the miracle. Rebecca had come. She did everything. She was already on her way back. Then after us, Isaac went to the field to meditate. Why? Because they know in 2019, somebody needs to hear meditation. That's the only reason they put things like that in scriptures. That we can preach it, that somebody can learn about it. Hallelujah. Some things won't come that God has promised us, that God intends for us to have, that have been prophesied on us, that every other spiritual thing has been put in place. The prayer is fine. The seeds have been sown. Hallelujah. The devil has been bound. Every other thing is in place. What is needed is someone to just do some deep spiritual introspection. Sit down and think. That's what is missing. He went to the field to meditate, and in the place of meditation, lifted up his eyes, the camels were coming. With his wife on top. Somebody's wife, or somebody's husband, or somebody's healing, or somebody's breakthrough will come speedily this season in the name of Jesus. Oh, it will come. It will come. First Timothy. I think I will stop with this one. Okay. I want to talk about the psalmist as well. So Paul kept admonishing Timothy. First and second Timothy was admonitions. Paul was just teaching Timothy, this is how to do ministry. This is how to serve God. This is how to be a minister. And in first Timothy, please watch this verse very carefully. 
Um, the text is verse, let's, let's even read everything. Let's read 12 to 16. First Timothy chapter 4. Is somebody getting something tonight? Say with me in the name of Jesus. Grace to meditate on a whole new level. I receive it now. Please hear me and hear me very well. When God inspires us to teach something, I told you I had seven things. I could have taught on all of them, but this is the one God put on my heart. There is grace, hallelujah, on that revelation for that hour. You are to dive in. It's like that man at the pool of Bethesda. The first person to dive in, he gets healed. You are to seize the grace that God is providing with the revelation for such a time as this. Meditation will be a major key over the next few weeks and this month we are stepping into. Of course, it's a key for every aspect of our life. But that God is telling us to emphasize it now means something. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Pray it again. Leave those hands. Grace to meditate on a whole new level. I receive it now in the name of Jesus. Ah, pastor, I don't know what it means to meditate. Maybe you just came in to go and check your dictionary. The dictionary definition is good enough to start with. It's even a spiritual introspection inside. Dictionary, not Bible. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, verse 12, watch. It kept, it, I mean, the whole books, the two books were about adv adv advice. It's just full of, I do this, don't do this. Do this, don't do this. Let no one despise your youth. First Timothy 4, 12. Be an example to believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Be an example till I come. Give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Verse 14. Do not neglect the gift that is in you. It, 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 when, every time I study Timothy, Paul must have given him nothing less than in my count, 100 different advices and instructions. No, I mean, just these ones I've read, there's already 10 already. Do this, do this, do, don't do this, don't do this. He listed so many things. Don't neglect your gifts that is given you by prophecy with laying of hands. Verse 15 is where I'm going. Meditate on these things. All these things I've said. First Timothy 1, 1 Timothy 2. Everything I've told you, Timothy, watch what he said here. This verse is very amazing. Again, notice it's only meditate. It didn't say pray and meditate. It didn't say fast and meditate. It didn't say worship. It didn't say um, give offering. It didn't say build an altar. All he said in verse 15, all these things I'm telling you, meditate on these things. Somebody say meditate. Give yourself entirely to them through meditation. That your progress may be evident to all. Man, in other words, all this admonition I'm giving you, God Timothy, if you don't meditate on them, we may not see the progress that God has ordained for you. Only meditate. Amazing. Only, he didn't say pray. Nothing wrong with prayer. I hope you're getting my point. There's a switch somebody's not turning on. There's a switch. Let me do it again for those of you that just came in. Meditate. That's what it's missing. I mean, the, the whole book. 
You will find nothing less than a hundred admonitions he gave this young man. He now said, meditate on all these things I'm telling you. That's your profiting. Your progress. Very direct word. If you feel you are not making enough progress in life and ministry. If you feel you are stuck. If you feel you've been on the same level for a long time. I dare to suggest you need to spend more time meditating. That your progress may be evident to all. You may be praying, no, but maybe you are not meditating. I dare to say, where there's that, ah, why is my life like this, the negative one? <laughs> you know there's a positive one, there's a negative one. Praise God. When it's like that, spend quality time thinking on the things the Bible tells us to think about. Don't, not praying, thinking. Thinking, not praying. Not praise and worship. Not serving. Dr. K always says that there are many times, this is some people, they always run around in church and they always just come and sit down like Mary at the feet of Jesus. Leave everything you are doing, spend some time just to sit down and reflect and think about the things that God is saying to you or God has said to you. So we read about the psalmist. David says things like this, Psalm 19, 14, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength, my redeemer. Psalm 119, Psalm 119 was written by three or four different psalmists. You, you see verses like this in that psalm, the longest psalm in the Bible. I will meditate on your precepts. And contemplate your ways. That contemplate also means meditation. I will delight myself. What they told us about the blessed man in Psalm 1. You, you think about it until you, I was doing that today. I just said listening to scriptures. It took about 45 minutes. And just thinking, I, I just sat on the book of Isaiah, just listening. After I just said feeling happy. I mean, not they didn't, I didn't get bank a lot. Please watch this. I know that my wife didn't call me and say she's pregnant. I'm not even sure if that will make me happy. <laughs> I just said feeling happy. I mean, you know when you are feeling happy? I mean, you know, a moment ago you are not feeling happy. Maybe Arsenal has not scored yet. <laughs> but something just happens. The only thing that happened was I was listening to the word. Nothing else. That's why I said I would delight. In that place of listening, so it also involves listening to the word, reading the word, muttering the word to yourself, thinking about, just listening to those prophecies in Isaiah. All of a sudden, I just feel happy. I think since I saw the election results, I hadn't been feeling too happy. <laughs> but I just feel happy. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Verse 23. Princes also sit and speak against me. See, many times people feel it's about what they are saying about you or what they are not doing for you or what has gone against you. Please watch this verse. Oh, we are not saying people are not saying bad things about you. And we're not saying you're not in a difficult situation. And we're not saying things look as if it is bad and grim. But he said, look, things are not working out outside, but your servant does what? Meditates on your statutes. That's how to overcome all the adversity that is against you. 
Rather than sitting down and worrying about what brother A said or sister A did not say or the sack letter you got, mm, meditate. Think. Just think about what God has said. Deeply. Hallelujah. Rise on your feet. One more verse. Malachi 3, 16 to 18. Glory, glory be to God. Why is it taking you so long to rise up now? Uh-uh. Jesus is the Lord. I said rise on your feet like yesterday. Some of you are just getting up now. <laughs> Malachi 3, 16. Oh, somebody lift your hands and say grace to meditate. On a whole new level. They say small hinges sometimes swing. Not sometimes. They swing great doors. This may be a small hinge in somebody's spiritual journey with God. They do the heavy, heavy things, particularly things that are obvious, but have just not developed the habits and a lifestyle of thinking about the things of God. Those who feared the Lord spoke to one another, which is what we've been doing for the last few minutes, and the Lord listened. You know God listens to Pastor T's messages. Hello? Ask your neighbor, why are you not listening? God, even God listens. <laughs> I mean, God says when we talk to one another, he listens. The Lord listened and heard them. A book of remembrance was written before him. Watch this, for those who fear the Lord and those who meditate on his name. So our walking in the reverence of God is not complete as it ought where we don't take time to meditate. And it tells us to meditate on his name. Verse 17, I love it so much. There shall be mine, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody shout, I'm his. On that day, I will make them my jewel. Say, I'm God's jewel. And I will spare them. Shout, God spares me. As a man spares his own son who serves him. Then you will again discern between the righteous and the wicked. Between one who serves God and one who does not serve him. Glory be to God. Notice it says when we are walking in the fear of the Lord, and we can have the other things they talked about there. When we are serving God and all those things, we should what? Meditate. Praise the Lord. Lift those hands to heaven. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Let that grace rest upon you. Just stay your spirit up. Stay your spirit up to meditate. That's, that's what you're asking God for. I, I want to be able to meditate deeper. L let me get to that kind of realm that Isaac was in, that as I'm meditating in the field, the manifestations of my heart's desires are coming to me. Let me, let me get to that kind of realm. Or let me experience that kind of testimony. Oh, Shantakaya Labrasa. Let me get to that realm, like the psalmist talked about, that though things are not working out for me, I don't get distracted. We prayed at the beginning of the service against distraction. All the challenges I'm facing are not distracting me. Rather, they're even pushing me to meditate more in the world, to meditate more in the world. Pray for that kind of grace. Kanamo Shakata. 
Oh, yeah, ba 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 ba. Yeah, let me have that kind of experience. Let me have the, the, the testimony of the Psalm 1 blessed man. That my delight is in the law and I meditate in it day and night. Day and night means all the time. I don't have time to worry. I don't have time to be anxious. I don't have time to be depressed. Why? My mind is thinking deeply, contemplating, spiritually introspecting into God's word. Pray for that kind of grace. Pray for it. Pray for it. Grace to meditate. Someone you ought to pray better than you are praying. Oh, yanda basa. I just shared with you that this may be the missing key. This may be the thing that will trigger the manifestations and the experiences you want to see in your life. Just meditate. Meditate on what? Meditate on the word of God. Meditate on the promises of God. Meditate on the name of God. Meditate on the things you desire to see. His precepts, his commandments, his instructions. If it is good, if it is noble, if it is of good report. Oh, Shatakaya, think on these things. So grace to do that. The strength to do that. That it may be a part of my life like eating is a part of my life. Like sleeping is a part of my life. Like bathing is a part of my life. Let meditating in the word, meditating on the name, meditating on the promises of God, let it be a part of my life on a whole new level. On a whole new level. In the name of Jesus. You see, all, all these testimonies you read about people in the Bible that they are able, you, you hear Apostle Paul talking about, I, I forget about everything that is behind me, and I'm able to press. Many of those testimonies they are able to do by the grace of God. What that psalmist was telling us in Psalm 119, that people are saying negative things about me, princes or not even just ordinary people. And yet, rather than be worried and be bogged down about all the negative reports, I'm able to put my mind on the scriptures. It's grace. That's the grace I'm asking you to pray for. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, if it was working already as a short, we probably may not be having this conversation now. But thank God that grace is available. Hallelujah. That grace is available. I'm telling you again, that grace is available. Lift your hands, open your mouth, and pray fervently in the spirit. Let that grace begin to operate on your life. Grace to meditate, meditate, meditate. To think, to think, to think deeply. Thinking that will bring creativity. Thinking that will bring solutions to the challenges I'm facing in life. Oh, Shatakaya. Thinking that will produce answers. As I reflect on the word, as I hear the word, as I mutter the word, as I embrace God's perspective on the matter in the process of meditation, the thinking that will bring good success. Oh, like Joshua 1.8 says, Kedabaka, 
the thinking that will cause me to bring forth my fruit in its season, like the blessed man in Psalm 1. Let that grace that makes that kind of thinking functional day and night in my life. Oh, I tap into that dimension of grace. Pay Come on, lift your voice and pray fervently. Pray, pray, let that grace rest on you. One of the biggest mistakes we make in the body of Christ is when God shares revelation with us. We think because we understand in our minds what God is saying, we are able to do in our ability what God has shared with us. No, you are not able. If you were able to do it, you would have been doing it by now. I mean, if you were able to do it, there wouldn't have been a need for God to bring the revelation to you. I said something earlier in the year. We need revelation to be coupled with impartation. So receive grace to meditate as you ought. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and declare loudly, I receive that grace right now. Say it again, I receive that grace right now. One more time, the loudest you can, I receive that grace right now. Give the Lord a shout if you believe it. Now, let me tell you how this message came about. As I was just praying and preparing, we are fasting on three days. So I was reading Isaiah 58 again. And I won't even bother reading. If you've never studied Isaiah 58, you should go and study it. It's the blueprint for how we should fast. Those seven things I mentioned at the beginning of my exhortation, you'll find many of them here. So, verse 8 God is telling them here is if you are fasting the way I ordained for you to fast, if you are using the device, engaging the supernatural with everything working, the power is flowing, the battery is working, the microphone is not damaged, the frequency is all set, and you have turned on the mic. If everything was working and you are fasting, this is what should happen. This is what should happen. And if this is not happening, there's something wrong somewhere. So let's remind ourselves what should happen when we fast. And this is just one of the texts in scriptures. There are many other texts we can't talk about. It's in your fasting guideline that was sent to you. Learn to study them. Verse 8, Isaiah 58, your light will break forth like the morning. I mean, you won't be confused. You, will see what you couldn't see because it was dark at night. Then the sun came up, all of a sudden you can see. That, that's what should happen if you are fasting well. Your healing will spring forth seedily. You will not be sick. It doesn't matter what any devil thinks about it. You will not be sick. Your healing will spring forth. Glory be to God. Speedily. Hallelujah. Your righteousness will go before you. The glory of God will be your rear guard. Protection guaranteed. Verse 9, you will call... And God will answer. You will never have that feeling. Ah, I don't know whether God has said me. For where you will hear his voice. Oh, hallelujah. You will cry and he will say, here I am. <laughs> Glory be to God. Then he goes on to talk about what you should do. I don't want to focus on what you should do now. You can go and read that one at home. Hallelujah. Your light will dawn. Verse 10, the latter part. Your light will dawn in darkness. 
No, don't say amen. I'm not praying. I'm telling you what should happen if we are doing this thing the way God told us we should do it. And more importantly, I'm telling you how I came to this teaching I'm sharing with you today. So I was reading this. And your darkness will be as the noonday. Verse 11, the Lord will guide you continually. He will satisfy your soul in drought. I love the satisfied part there. He will strengthen your bones. You will be a watered garden. <clears throat> and like spring of water, whose waters does not fail. Watch this, verse 12. All of us are complaining about what's happening in Nigeria. We are not fasting as we ought, sir. Look at what he said in verse 12. Those from among you, talking about God's covenant people, you will build the ruined Nigeria, the old ways. Talking about your nation that is crumbled. You will raise up the foundation of many generations. I mean, I was talking to my father a few days ago, ah, when the British were here. Mm -mm. That they are telling you that story and things are still bad is because you've not been fasting as you ought, sir. God is telling you, you raise the generations. They won't, your parents will say in the good old days. They'll say, ah, we are now in the better later days. They will forget how it was when the British people were here. Because the God people are now here. Hallelujah. Look at verse 12. Those from among you. Not that Christians will be running and they'll be losing the election. Mm -mm. They will build the old ways. They will raise the foundations of many generations. You will be called the repairer of the bridge. Eh? The restorer of the streets to dwell in. Everybody is now checking out of Nigeria. But there's supposed to be a generation that restores the nation, the streets, the cities where people want to dwell in. Hallelujah. Verse 13 again tells you what you should do. Verse 14 says, you will delight yourself in the Lord. He will cause you to ride upon the high hills of the earth and feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father, the mouth of the Lord. The last sentence in the prophecy has spoken it. Not Pastor Tis, it's God that said these things. So I read all that, I said, oh God, why is my life like this? Me, yeah, I like when I say, and God said, meditation. That's when that word, you don't say, go and meditate on these things. God told me, many of you are not meditating as you ought in my promises anymore. That's the button you are not turning on. You are fasting, no? you are praying, no? you are sowing. No? Eh? I was looking at the six people gave for Mission Sunday. Ah, you, are, you, are, you are doing, but you left something on. Or you left, you forgot something. Now, I'm not saying that's for everybody. Oh. But that God told us what should happen when we fast. And we fast every month in this church. <laughs> Glory to God. These things should be happening. So my challenge to us as we embark on these three days and all the other three days fasting we are going to do, and the personal one you should do, is do it the right way. By grace. And one of the vital things needed is, you see, we, we shouldn't be forgetting things like this. We should be meditating on them. How do I become a repairer of the streets to dwell in? See, spiritual introspection. How? How do among you raise up and be repairers of the... You meditate. That's what God promised. Hallelujah. You think. 
You think. You think. Okay, ah, you're having health challenges. How come my healing springs forth speedily? You, you, you stay on it. You stay on it. You stay on it. You really meditating on it. And what God has said begins to show. That's God's will for us. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. I've said this over and over. Me, I'm at the point in my Christianity now. I must enjoy this thing so. And me, I've enjoyed it a lot. And I'm still enjoying it a lot. Sometimes what is now getting to me that these things that I'm seeing in the Bible, because God is not lying, no, the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. We need to meditate a lot more. Hallelujah. Leave those sentences one more time. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 00640.